And when we show up and we do the work and we have the opportunity to work with others, then we gain clarity. And so I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but you know, that's where I am today. And I'm excited for that journey of the past being in television news, but also for where it's brought me today. You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here's your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. Monica, I am so excited to have you joining me today. Thank you for being here. Allie, thank you so much for the opportunity. I'm really excited to share more about what I've learned and what it's like to work with you. (laughs) So first, before we get into that, tell us about yourself. Yeah, well, my name is Monica Harden. Um, I would say that I was the type of person who worked hard and had all the things. An Emmy Award winning journalist, um, working in television for 15 years. I competed in the Miss America pageant, had the husband, had the kids, all the things that you could look at as being successful. And then things changed for me. I'm a breast cancer survivor and um, am no longer married. And so I had a story to tell. And what I realized today is that I need to tell that story about success and about um, how I've made it to where I am today with the changes in life, because I'm just like everybody else. I think a lot of us think, oh, well, this person is perfect out there, but life is a journey and it's a process. And so now uh, I focus on grit, grace and gratitude that, you know, we all have these things that are gritty in life. But um, with grace, we're still here. You know, we're making it. And then with gratitude is how I choose to live every day through my gratitude practice. And so I just want to go and share my journey with people and share my story to let them know they're not alone. It's really that simple. And um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to do so. And touching on that story a bit, tell us a little bit more about your professional career and that journey that you've gone through and where you are today with that. Yeah. So um, I started out, um, I was blessed and fortunate to work in my hometown here in Louisville, Kentucky. And um, a lot of people have to move around when it comes to um, careers in journalism. But I started out as the traffic reporter for WLKY in 2006. It was a part-time job. It wasn't even full-time. Two years into that, you know, I was hustling. I was reporting, doing the traffic reporting for the morning show. I had the opportunity to start anchoring on the weekends. That went from weekends, reporting during the week. And then suddenly... Suddenly, you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was Monday through Friday on the morning show reporting. So I went through a lot of different changes of my career and um, won an Emmy Award for covering Muhammad Ali's funeral, which my dad grew up in the same neighborhood as Muhammad Ali. So that was special to be able to say, yes, I won an Emmy talking about, you know, one of the greatest of all times. And um, in November of um, 2021, yeah, that all changed. And so there was a a time in my life where I thought I would end up my entire life as this, you know, television personality, this news anchor, have this um, long lasting forever career. And that changed. And it's given me the opportunity to stop, to look at my life, to look at my accomplishments, to look at what's important, to appreciate everything that I learned and gained from my experience in television news and to say, what's next for me? Because I'm more than just my career that I worked so hard for and worked for for so long. Um, I have so many different parts of me. And what am I passionate about? What, um, what, wakes me, what wakes me up at night? And what's the first thing that I think about? But what gets me up and excited in the morning? And so I'm grateful I've been able to do that. And um, connecting with you has been a really integral part in my process, Allie, and in my journey for saying, what's next for me? 
what do I want next? What will Monica Harden do next? And um, you've been able to see in the group of women that we're working with firsthand my process, you know, and it all is life truly is a process, but it's so beautiful. And when we show up and we do the work and we have the opportunity to work with others, then we gain clarity. And so I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but you know, that's where I am today. And I'm excited for that journey of the past being in television news, but also for where it's brought me today. And what I love the most about you, Monica, not only do you just have this contagious spirit, but your attitude about life, you have been knocked down, you know, you could say from this career, from going through divorce, going through breast cancer, you've had things that have tried to knock you down, but you come out of it ahead every single time. And it only can be attributed to your attitude. Because when you when you think about it, there's really no other thing that can really bring you out of that. And, you know, your, your faith and, and your attitude about moving forward and, and looking for what's next, um, I think, has allowed you to be able to continue to succeed and, and allow you to be open to those opportunities. So with all of that being said, you know, I, I think when we connected, you you really saw this opportunity to join the VIP Accelerator. So why did you take that plunge? Like, where were you and, and what were you hoping to gain from that? Yeah, well, I was at the point um, in my life where I said, okay, I was getting my bearings after a, a change in my work life. And um, I was finally kind of getting my head above water to say, okay, what is it that I do naturally? What is it that people have looked at me and said, oh, you should do this. And um, what really got me to reach out to you is that I saw your presence on social media. I saw your consistency and I saw the videos. I was like, oh, I need to reach out to Allie. I have a question for her. She has all this good content. I'm liking it. I'm listening to it. And so, um, as you remember, I reached out and I said, and I was nervous. I was nervous, right? Because I'm a human. It used to be that I had to be this perfect human being and I had to do everything right and for everybody and all this stuff. And um, this has been the beauty of my journey. My goodness, my goodness. It's been hard. It's been gut-wrenching, but I'm here and I'm like, whew, I don't have to be perfect. So I reached out courageously to you and I said, Allie, this thing called an influencer, is it a thing? And how do you do this? And you were like, I love this. I'll never forget. You said, how serendipitous that you reached out (laughs) because you were in the midst of your VIP um, accelerator program and you invited me to join that conference that you put together. And I'll tell you what, um, it was pretty incredible for me. And the biggest takeaway that I could draw right now from that conference was the voice specialist. You had the voice expert you had. And she said, here's the thing about it. You know, social media, people are on social media. You know, I've always trained people in voice for this many years. Today, being a voice expert, I teach people to use their authentic voice, to use their authentic voice. You need to speak to, you know, pretend like you're speaking to somebody you know that loves you, who you can be yourself with. And that, I was like, ah, it's like, you know, these things, but to really like hear them from a voice expert who's trained people to do voiceover work and actors and actresses. And um, as I continued in that conference and listened to the experts you had us listen to, I knew for sure that I needed to continue to do the work, to explore, to see, um, to see what I could do with what I have already, because I had um, a strong social media following. I have the ability to speak. I'm not afraid to be on camera, but there were certain tools that I knew that I didn't have, that I needed. And um, reaching out to you, I was like, oh my goodness, okay. 
this is my opportunity to learn. I'm going to be in school now, <laughs> visibility school now, so if you will. And that's what it's been like for me. What has been your favorite part of the program so far? When we're recording this, we're not all the way to the end. So uh, I'll, I'll say so far. Yeah, so far, um, golly. Let me tell you what, my expectations, um, what, what it is and what my expectation was. I have a really big issue with expectations. I have all these, again, I have, I'm a recovering perfectionist. It's like, oh, everything's supposed to be this way. A few months back, it dawned on me. I'm like, oh, again, reiterating, Monica, this is a process. And also, you are in this group, I believe, um, with these specific women for a reason. And hearing where they are in their journeys and their specific businesses that they have. And I love that our group is intergenerational. They're different ages. So we're getting different perspectives. And that has stretched me and pulled me and helped me to learn and grow. And I thought I would like jump into this course and be like, all right, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. But again, life is not like, you know, um, change is not this one-time opportunity. I thought when I, you know, won Miss Kentucky in 2001, I thought like my life would be like, oh, I would have arrived, but it's a process. And so in the process of the VIP Accelerator Group, I've learned from these strong businesswomen, I've learned from you. Um, and it's like, oh, and it's given me the ability to be stimulated intellectually that I really needed after a big life change. And also it's challenged me to sit back and to reassess like where I am and what my business life looks like, not only that, but also what my work-life balance looks like. Because looking at all these other women and, you know, people who have husbands and children and grandbabies, and you say, what do I really want my mm-hmm. life to look like every day? And I've learned about tools that can help me live the life that I really want to live. When you think about what your business will look like moving for, forward from this program, where do you feel like you have found the most clarity or where, where do you feel the most confident in moving forward? Yeah. That's so funny. You know, I'm, I'm all over the place from the first time we talked, <laughs> I'm like, this is what I want to do. Um, but what I've realized throughout this process is for sure, without a doubt that I'm a speaker, I'm a speaker <laughs> from fifth grade, from anchoring the news in fifth grade at stone street elementary, right. To um, my principal, Mr. Price at Stewart Middle School pulling me out to go to meetings with him. At least sometimes it takes us a while to get, you know, to look back at our life. I would get pulled out of class to go talk about our school. It wasn't like I had to write a speech or wow. anything. I'm like, that's not normal. You know, so I've been speaking my whole life. Mm-hmm. My first written speech was in eighth grade when Miss Tanner, the counselor, came to me and said, Monica, you should write, you should do the speech competition. It was a five-minute speech for the Optimist Oratorical Club. And I didn't know exactly what to do, but we wrote this five minute speech. I have my note cards. Long story short, I ended up winning the Kentucky, West Virginia district. And to this day, what I love is the young woman who was like right there with me in the competition along the way. She's one of our judges here in Louisville right now. And so it is like so incredible to me, you know, just knowing that that I have that clarity now, knowing that this process has helped me to slow down, to look at my brand to look at my business to see what I bring to the world and what I realize is yeah some people I have people in the past look at me and say well you know what you do as a speaker that's not really enough for anything and those people we all have the naysayers and those negative voices but what I realize is there there are people in places that need a champion a cheerleader they need to hear a story told that they thought they couldn't make it but they saw they see this person making it 
so they can make it too. They need that encouragement. And so um, that's the clarity, um, the energy, you know, that I know that I bring and can convey. That is a gift. And it's a gift that I know that other people saw in me. And now finally, you know, at the age of 40, after breast cancer, after an incredible career in television, two babies, a marriage, you know, everybody saw me grow up on television in Louisville, in my hometown. And now it's like I'm coming into my own. And now I can use my voice for myself, growing this curly hair out. I still don't know what's going to happen with it, but I can do that now and be my authentic self. And I'm learning how to speak out and um, how to encourage others along the way. And that is such a gift. And that's been worth all the books you had us reading in the group meetings and being consistent and showing up and sometimes being overwhelmed because this program lays out some good business information. And some of it, I've been like, oh goodness, what does this mean for me? But it's the process of learning and listening and being open and saying, huh, okay, this is something new, perhaps down the road, or perhaps I have a team member that does this for me, perhaps, but now I'm aware of all these things. And so, um, you know, I could go on and on. I'm a talker, I'm a storyteller, but really that clarity to know, Monica, you're a speaker. You're a speaker first. It's what you do. It's what you've always done. You know, go forth in that. Work on your strength. Work on your strengths. Do that. It's your time. Ooh, it's like a little bird getting popped out of the nest. Go. Fly, little bird. <laughs> oh, I love that visual. And, and I think the, the thing I love the most about what you're working on is it's your business and it is yours. And you no longer, there's so much freedom and independence that comes when you realize you're building something for you. And you're not doing that for somebody else that could, you know, you, you could walk, have to walk away from after many years. And uh, I think that's what's so beautiful and exciting about this process is because you really, the sky is truly the limit. Like when you think about it, when it is your business, you can go as far as you can go. And you did mention the books that we've had to read through this process. So out of all the books that we've read, which one's been your favorite so far and why? Oh, I would say um, I, I have it beside me, Obsessed. Oh my goodness. For me, she just breaks down so much good information. Emily Hayward, so much good information. She tells their stories and how important, and maybe this is part of what helped me solidify how important my story is and how I can relate to other people because I'm not the only one who has gone through a journey like I have. You're not the only one, Allie, because you had this career out there and things changed and now you help other women. And so hearing about the, hearing the names of the brands and hearing their stories and how to help people solve problems through various services or products, I was like, huh. And I feel like it really set the tone for how I looked at the VIP accelerator and helped me to further evaluate and ask questions of myself and what I do and um, help me really to, to look at my message and my messages to help solidify that more, to say, okay, how does this help somebody? Why is it important that I tell my story like this? Why is it important that I tell how I made it through that or what I'm doing now to move forward? And um, she did an excellent job of talking about building that brand um, that people are obsessed with. You know, we hear that word all the time now. And it, it really gives you permission to tell those stories. You know, I think oftentimes uh, we we don't feel like we can share those things because it's like, well, 
nobody's going to care or, um, you know, everybody's dealing with their own stuff. But as soon as we can get that permission to open up and we realize that it does help others and it can impact others, um, I think that's really where the beauty lies. Monica, when you think about summing up the benefits that you've personally received from being a part of the VIP Accelerator, what stands out in your mind? Oh, um, I would say connection. Mm. Connection, right? I think that there's a commonality in all, all human beings. You know, we, we show up in this world, unless you're like a twin, you know, born in utero, but you're, you're alone, right? We come into this world alone. We leave this world alone. And um, sometimes, especially when you're so independent, you know, I feel like often my audience, I'm speaking to Miss Independent, you know, you take care of everything, you do it yourself. But um, what I found in VIP Accelerator is that connection with other women, like-minded, working, handling their business, and to know that um, we can be interdependent and work together, no matter what the field is, no matter what the product, no matter what the service is. We all have a connection that, you know, we have a bottom line to meet, but we also have goals personally, um, as well, and knowing that you're not alone in the process, mm-hmm. that has been such a gift, that connection through the group and just knowing, all right, this is our day of the week. We're going to meet and we're going to talk and we're going to connect and we're going to get in and get out in this hour. We're going to have our homework and then we're going to move forward and then we'll do it again the next week. And um, it's been a really, really big gift, that gift of consistency and that gift of connection. Being a business owner can be incredibly lonely. And especially when we're going through this process uh, without a team, you can often kind of look around and say, like, what what am I supposed to be doing at this point? Like, what's the most important thing? And really being able to bounce those ideas off of even others who have gone through those steps and are maybe four or five steps ahead of you to say, what would you have done differently if you were back in my um, shoes or, you know, back a couple of steps? Uh, Where would you have uh, gone differently. And so I think that that is a really important piece that you mentioned. And if, if somebody's listening to this conversation that we're ha- having and they maybe are hesitant to take that next step and join the program uh, for our next round, what would you say to them? Yeah. Um, you know, we just wrapped up the Kentucky Derby here in Kentucky. And um, the one thing I realized when I was making the decision is that um, especially after the uh, VIP Accelerator Experience Conference. I said, okay, I'm all in and I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to bet on me. This is an investment in me, in my business. And hey, here's the thing. Like, and this is what I realized too, Allie. It is, it's an investment in the process of growing your brand, growing your, yourself um, intellectually. So it's not just, okay, this is going to be some, you know, being a business person, Um, Being a business owner, it is a process of growth and learning continually. And um, I would just tell them to bet, put it all in on themselves. If you can't put it all in on yourself. Yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. On yourself. (laughs) All all bets in. I'm betting it in. All in on me. And so um, in that part, that part feels good. It's an investment. You know, anything worthwhile is an investment though, right? So, yeah. yeah. We're also airing this conversation on the Selfish Podcast, along with other uh, avenues. And the question that I always like to ask those that join me on the Selfish Podcast is, how do you like to be selfish? And of course, I'll give this preface by saying this is, of course, in a positive light of how we like to practice self-care because we are misindependent and we do like to do all the things and not leave any time at the end of the day for us. So, Monica, how do you like to be selfish? Um, I like to be selfish. I have one particular type of water that I like, which I know sounds so like frivolous. 
However, however, um, so I make sure that I have that. And I'm a mama with two girls and um, I parent alone. So, you know, kids always need something to drink, but that is mine. And this is when I really realized how much they are like, we want some of your water. The Easter Bunny brought them their own smaller bottles and that was like everything for them. (laughs) So that was great. Yeah. And then I cannot live without my um, Aveda hand relief. Like no other hand lotion like that. I always have it. It's beside me and some lip gloss. So I have a couple things that I must have with me. Those three things, that um, bottle of water, that good bottle of water, whatever Mm -hmm. my bottle of water is at the moment, my Aveda hand relief and my gloss. And I'm good. I'm There's really not ma- many more things you need in life than those three right <laughs> there. Too, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on all three of those things. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Monica, when you think about w- the road ahead for you, what's next? Yeah, um, continuing to learn and grow. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want this to be over, you know, right. but I know it's a process. I'm going to miss these women. Um, but yeah, I know for me, we are starting to book out speaking engagements, especially for October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month as a breast cancer survivor. And so um, working on that and um, getting ready also this summer to judge the Miss Kentucky pageant and to connect with those young women. And so um, I'm excited about, you know, the possibilities and, you know, now owning my own schedule. And, you know, I'm open for booking. People can book me for their women's group. Um for um, young girls, um, young girls, teenage girls, especially workshops. But um, it's so funny. You have really encouraged us through our books that we've read. I have a whole stack over here to um, to look at, um, you know, what your message is and who you're talking to. And I've really thought long and hard about that and um, about how people will feel when they walk away. So I'm like, okay, if you want to feel um, normal, connected with, if you want to laugh a little, then you want to book me for your event because... <laughs> I always have a story to tell, but I want to leave you encouraged and feeling good when you leave. And I'm excited now to be able to have that opportunity to grab my babies and go wherever we need to, to go share that message. And I can attest that getting to talk with Monica every week during our call, she brings that motivational speaker every single week to the call. And um, that that is such a gift to me and, and the other ladies in the group. And so I just know that this is something where you are a powerful speaker and you uh bring out emotions in us that I don't even, I'm not a very emotional person, but whenever I'm listening to you, it comes out. So um, I'm I'm grateful for that, Monica. And um, if anybody that is listening does want to book you for a speaking opportunity, how can they connect with you? Yep. Two ways, really, really simple. Visit me on Instagram at Monica Harden official, also on Facebook, Monica Harden. So you send a direct message myself or one of my team members will get back with you. I love that. Thank you so much for joining me today, Monica. Uh, Thank you so much. Stay selfish. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.